Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Happy Friday and welcome into Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Greeny's presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Canty, what's going on, my friend? Five days in a row working together. I'm so excited yes. to close out this week with you. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. And, and listen, I'm getting ready to travel to Chicago with my wife. It's B-Day, and I'm not talking about somebody having another trip around the sun. My wife is a huge Beyonce fan, performing in her hometown of Chicago. So I am traveling with my wife. Well, more like being drug along to Chicago so she can go to the Beyonce Renaissance Tour. Wow, you're a good husband. Major points for you. But you're not yeah. going to the show with her, Chris? I'm not going to the show with her, but I did wow. the next best thing. I called in some reinforcements. I got some good <laughs> friends in Chicago whose wives are also Beyonce fans. So they're all going to go to the concert together. And then the husbands can just kind of hang out and have cigars, have some bourbon, that kind of thing. So, so I had a good game plan going into the weekend. It's not going to be a total loss. I'm going to salvage something, Smallman. Very smart. I like a man yeah. with a plan, and you are definitely one. Real quick before we jump into some sports here, I'm sure your wife and her friends have been talking about the outfits, right? This, the Beyonce Renaissance Tour, all of these people that are going, I see all the outfits on Instagram. It's very important what you wear. Yeah, absolutely. So the, I didn't realize that the hat, the cowboy hat with the <laughs> rhinestones was such a big deal. So there was a scramble for that for a bit. But then my wife midstream adjusted and went with something else. She's still going to have the same color scheme. But I didn't realize that you actually have to dress up to go to a Beyonce concert. I mean, I thought the whole point of paying for the ticket is were for the, 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 the performer to entertain you. But I guess the outfits, the costumes are... I guess, an entertainment element that you're supposed to go in. I don't know. This is the, the, the decorum, the behavior for Beyonce mm -hmm. concerts is beyond me. It's not my purview. I don't understand it. I understand sports. But nonetheless, I still got to be a good husband. So that, that's why I'm going. Chris Canty is the winner of the week. He's the real MVP <laughs> for taking his wife to the Beyonce concert. Well, let's talk some sports. Here we go. Only one place to start. The New York Jets open training camp for the first day of the rest of our lives mm. with Aaron Rodgers. It's been like a dream month so far. I have an excitement about coming down Jets Drive. I think he's a man on a mission right now. Win the Super Bowl or shut up. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets! And Chris Candy, I don't know if we've had a training camp debut this highly anticipated in a minute. But it's official. Aaron Rodgers was at one Jets drive yesterday. The number eight era has started in New York. Absolutely. And I'm glad that Aaron Rodgers is letting it be known what the expectations for the Jets are because, quite frankly, Michelle, he's the one that's going to have to set the tone for all of those young guys. A lot of those players don't have playoff experience, and so Aaron Rodgers is going to have to impart his wisdom on all of them. And I, that's why I like what Rodgers has done so far this this offseason, being at OTAs, being at minicamp, and now being at training camp. But, Michelle, he's putting it on wax. He's putting it on the record for everybody. He's not shying away from the expectations. And I think that's a good thing for New York Jets fans. 
Well, we've talked about the pressure that is now upon the Jets to get it done. It's Super Bowl or bust, Super Bowl or shut up, like Lewis Riddick said. But part of that is the runway that Aaron Rodgers has. We're wondering if he's going to even want to play after next season. How long will the Jets have to get that Super Bowl with Rodgers? He was on 98.7 ESPN New York and was asked that very question. How long does he plan to play? You know, the Jets gave up a lot for me. So, you know, to just play one year I think would be a disservice. Now, if that one year turns out to be a magical year, who knows? But it's more than that, it's how my body feels. And I've made some changes this offseason with some training and uh, and diet. You know, haven't eaten a lot of bananas or, or fruit in a while or anything processed. I've been kind of just sticking to a lot of protein and fats, and I feel body feels good, joints feel good. Changed up some training regimen stuff with my incredible trainers out west and uh and in austin and you know body feels really really good i feel like i'm in a good spot as you get older it's sometimes you wake up in the morning you're thinking man why does this hurt why does my knee hurt why does my shoulder hurt but uh the last uh, couple months my body's been feeling really good now talk to me in three four months we'll see how it feels but the way i feel now you know i think i could i think i'd play a number of years Yes, mom, but I mean, it's the offseason. Everybody's body feels good because nobody's hitting you. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, but we'll see what ends up happening as we go through the dog days of August and training camp and as we get more acclimated doing football movements. We'll see where Aaron Rodgers is, but I I think what we heard from Rodgers was that if they win the Super Bowl, he might consider the storybook ending. If they don't, he's probably coming back for 2024. Now, if you're a fan of the team – That's a good sign. Now, we'll see what Aaron Rodgers is as a quarterback because everybody wants to dismiss what we saw in 2022 as an outlier, as an aberration in terms of his overall production. I'm not one of those people, Michelle. As you get older, I'm not one of those people that believes that you're going to get better in terms of your overall performance productivity. Mm -hmm. Like We realize Tom Brady is not the norm. Tom Brady is an alien. You're not seeing guys play into their 40s at an MVP level. Mm -hmm. But everybody wants to assign Aaron Rodgers MVP-level quarterbacking going back to when he won his back-to-back MVPs 2020 and 2021. I'm not sure that he's the same quarterback. Now, do the Jets need him to be that same quarterback? Probably not with as good as their defense is. But my point is, if Aaron Rodgers is giving them – competent quarterback play, above average quarterback play, then this team is going to have a really chance over the next two years to realize the expectations that came along with making a trade like they did with the Packers this offseason. They're certainly hoping that they get more than one year out of him, Chris. But when he said that, when he said, ask me in three, four months how I feel, it might be a different story. I saw you react a little because you know what that's like. You know when everybody comes into camp, they, they've been eating great. They've been stretching. They've been relaxing. They, they're in the best shape of their lives. And not only physically is he going to have to decide if that's where he's at, but mentally as well. That's why when he says, I hope to give them more than one year, I don't know how much I believe him. This is a guy that had to go away for three days in the darkness to even determine if he wanted to come back this season. So I just think there's, I'm sure right now, that is his intention, to hope to give them more than one year. But halfway through the season, at the end of the season, it could be a completely different story, which is why the pressure is on the New York Jets. And that's a great point by you, Michelle. I mean, this is his 19th year in the National Football League. 19 years of doing this at a high level. At some point, you wonder whether or not he, he can hold up and continue to play at the same level that he, he's, he's, he's been known to play at, which is being one of the very best quarterbacks in the National Football League. So there absolutely has to be a question. And that's why I think context matters 
in terms of what this year looks like for Rodgers and for the Jets. If this team, you know, gets into the playoffs, if they win the division, if they go on a, a deep playoff run, say they get to the divisional round, then I could see Aaron Rodgers convincing himself that he's got more gas in the tank. But if they flounder in December and he's playing more like the quarterback that we saw last year, if he has a performance in week 18 like we saw in week 18 in Lambeau against the Detroit Lions, will he fell flat? Then I think he gives serious consideration into riding off into the sunset because he's just not the same caliber of player. And that's where you don't want to be if you're Joe Douglas and Rob Sala because you've got so much riding on this one move that you made in trading for Rodgers. Make no mistake about it. Rodgers was the guy that's supposed to, I guess, bail bail, uh, Joe Douglas and Rob Sala out because of the swing and miss that they had with quarterback Zach Wilson. Like, that was a mistake that most general managers don't survive. You miss on the second overall pick in the draft and that guy being a quarterback, you're probably going to get fired in the next couple of years. But Rodgers is the band-aid that they they put on that to see if they could salvage that with the core players that Joe Douglas has been able to assemble outside of the quarterback room. So I'm curious to to see how they handle Rodgers in the preseason, um, how this team comes together in the early goings. Because, Michelle, you look at their schedule, it is absolutely brutal. Six of their first eight games are against playoff teams from a year ago. And again, you've got a lot of young guys that are adjusting to a new system on the offensive side of the ball, an offensive line that's trying to gel with a rookie starting at center for him and Joe Tipman. Makai Becton, he's had injury problems the last couple of years. We'll see what ends up happening with him. Elijah Vera Tucker's coming back off of an injury. Dwayne Brown, how much longer can he hold up at left tackle? I mean, there are a lot of question marks along the offensive line. And Michelle, that's the group that's supposed to keep Aaron Rodgers upright. So again, I think the Jets have got to be careful a little bit when it comes to how they're going to manage Aaron Rodgers and the kind of things that they're going to do and what their identity is going to be on the offensive side of the ball because a lot of this is getting Aaron Rodgers to the point in the season where he can make a difference. You want to make sure that you protect Aaron Rodgers so you can get the return on investment that you're looking for in December and January. Well, Chris, he spent his entire career in Green Bay. What was it like for him to start training camp at a new facility? Here is the Jets' new quarterback on 98.7 ESPN New York. This has definitely rejuvenated me, and, uh, you know, I'm excited to be in a new spot, excited to meet the new guys and, and just to be around it all. I think there's something really special about being in an organization for that long. There's very few people. I wanted to be one of those iconic players like the Tim Duncans and the Jeters yep. and the Kobe's of the world who played one for one team for all their career. It's It's very rare, though. You know, look at a lot of the great players in our sport, all kind of played other spots. Yeah, I mean, listen, everybody wants to start and finish their career in one place, but that's not the reality of the National Football League, Michelle. I mean, he he ran down the list of the all-time greats, guys that are going to be wearing gold jackets that didn't finish their career in the same place that they started it, and he's no different. Like, that's just the way it is in the National Football League. It's a young man's game. It's what have you done for me lately. It's about getting cheaper at the position for the same level of productivity. And and so – If you're a guy like Aaron Rodgers, a player that got a $50 million extension a few years ago, you kind of know that you're on your way out of that organization. And eventually, they're going to move on. They're going to turn the page. And if you feel like you still can play, and knowing the quarterback spot, how this is such a quarterback-starved league, you're going to get opportunities elsewhere. So this is not a surprise that Rodgers had to go somewhere else. This is something that we've seen coming for a couple of years now since they drafted Jordan Love. 
He's Chris Canty. I'm Michelle Smallman. And coming up next, we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk to one of the lawyers representing eight former players in the Northwestern hazing scandal. She joins us next. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Alongside Chris Canty, I'm Michelle Smallman. It's Greeny, ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and one of the lawyers representing Northwestern players is going to join us in 30 seconds, right after this word from AutoZone. Are you dealing with a dead battery? Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. And they're the only place you can find proven, tough, Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination well fallout from the hazing scandal that has permeated the northwestern football program continues lawsuits have been filed this week against university leaders and members of the football program and we're joined now by one of those lawyers margaret p battersby black is the lawyer from lavinum Perconti. they're the firm that's representing the northwestern players and margaret first of all thank you so much for joining us and First question, what do your clients say about how widespread this hazing was within the Northwestern football program? Well, thanks, Chris and Michelle, for having me on. And uh, I think my clients um, have uh, indicated that this hazing existed long before they were there and certainly permeated the program while 
they were players. And, you know, many accounts are consistent that the talk of hazing and the reference to hazing began during some of their official visits. And they knew that when they got to campus in June that year, that there was going to be a special treat in store for them. And it was present for all of the years that my clients were there. And obviously based on the excellent reporting that's been done by the Daily Northwestern, it continued long after they left. Margaret, speaking of reporting, there was an article published by USA Today yesterday that alleges that an associate head coach at Northwestern was complicit in some of the hazing, particularly the hazing of a sexual nature. Can you corroborate any of those facts, any of those details? What, what sort of hazing did your clients experience uh, while they were a part of the program? Sure, yeah, and I've read that article. It's excellent reporting. Um, this is consistent with what my players have been telling me uh, since day one. Um, there are kind of two groups here when we talk about the coaching staff. I think there's um, obviously, as reported yesterday by USA Today and, and consistent with what I've been told, those who either witnessed or even participated in it. And then in other instances, those who turned a blind eye. And the kind of acts we're talking about would occur in the locker room during training camp and the walls were thin and the facility was small and coaches and training staff were right next door or down the hallway. So if you picture a group of a hundred men in a room chanting and clapping and in instances where there were forced naked acts shouting out that two freshmen were to do a naked QB center exchange it would be impossible for the coaches and the training staff not to hear that. And if you hear that, you have to ask what's going on. And what USA Today is reporting, which is uh, some of the things that I've heard from my clients, is that coaches would be walking in and out of the locker room. And in some instances, we have coaches coming in and out of the locker rooms, observing naked pull-ups and laughing. Um, and then there was the practice that I'm sure you all have heard about of running. And the practice of running was when the upperclassmen would basically go to the dorms in the training camp and drag freshman players out of their room into the common areas so they could be dry humped. These activities were very loud. There were megaphones involved. There were air raid sirens or purge sirens that were used to signify that the activities would begin. And then the next day, the coaches would tell the players that they were too loud. So, you know, it's really either knowing or turning a blind eye. Margaret P. Battersby Black, the lawyer from Levin and Perconti, which is the firm representing the Northwestern players, is joining us here, Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. And I want to ask you specifically, Margaret, about Pat Fitzgerald, the former head coach at Northwestern in the football program. He says he was unaware of the hazing. What do the players you represent say about that? The players that I represent say that there is no way that he could be unaware of this. It was too widespread. It was too loud. There was too much talk about it. And in some instances, we believe the evidence that we'll bring in the coming weeks may show that he directly knew about it. 
Margaret, Northwestern has launched an investigation looking into the allegations, obviously, with all of the the, um, the, 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 the publicity and the lawsuits that have, that have come out in recent weeks, and they've made the decision to keep that investigation private. Now, I, I know that there is a sensitivity because of the nature of this and, and the victim's right to privacy, but there's also a school of thought where you want full transparency just to see um, where the institution is in terms of their responsibilities in terms of keeping these players safe. So where do you come down in terms of the the school itself keeping the findings of the investigation private? Well, I think you make an excellent point. There certainly is a sensitivity around this, and I have many clients themselves who do not want their private or personal details to be exposed for many reasons. Fear of retribution. Obviously, these are highly uh, sensitive sexual acts in some cases. So I think there's a way for Northwestern to release the report keeping the identity and even some identifying details of the players private or redacted, but showing us what these significant opportunities that they refer to in the executive summary were that existed for the coaches to discover this. Because they stopped short in their executive summary of saying that the coaches had direct knowledge, but when you have these significant opportunities, some of which I've described for you today on the show, to discover this and you have a no tolerance policy or an anti-hazing policy, what, what good are those policies without enforcement? And I think they need to release the report. And I frankly think they need to do some more house cleaning from top to bottom because we have folks that are still on the coaching staff that we know are directly implicated in this scandal. Margaret P. Battersby Black, the lawyer from Levin and Perconti, joining us here on Greeny, Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. And, and Margaret, just overall, what are your clients looking for in retaining counsel and, and proceeding forward with this lawsuit? Well, as you can imagine, it was very difficult for my clients to come forward, and four of them did so on Wednesday. Uh, Lloyd Yates, Tom Carnifax, Simba Short, and Warren Miles Long. And they really did so bravely. And they wanted to bring validity to the claims that were made to the Daily Northwestern. Um, when the Daily Northwestern article broke, there were some folks in the kind of uh, Northwestern faithful that were uh, skeptical and, you know, were kind of casting aspersions on this person. And these players wanted to come forward to validate those allegations because they knew they weren't just allegations. They knew they were the truth. And they want to stand up and tell those players out there who haven't had uh, the opportunity to come forward that they don't have to suffer in silence. And when I speak to a lot of these other players who haven't yet made the decision to come forward, the consistent theme is that they're just relieved to talk to me. And they're finally having an outlet to get it off their chest. And they're kind of finding a sense of purpose. And the purpose is that hopefully by exposing this, we can change the landscape of college athletics forever by our actions in this case and by the actions, frankly, that Northwestern hasn't taken that hopefully they will. Margaret, there have been former players that have alleged racism toward black players in the program uh, over the last decade and a half. Can you confirm this? Can you, can, have you heard reports of this from your clients? Yeah, Chris. So I have heard some reports of what they feel was uh, racist culture or stereotyping by coaches. Um, I'm going to be bringing forward some of these allegations next week, and I think that you'll hear what my clients have to say about that is very consistent with the reporting that's out there.
Margaret P. Battersby Black, she's the lawyer from Levin and Perconti. They're representing the Northwestern players in the lawsuit that was filed after the fallout from the hazing scandal. Margaret, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate the information. Thanks. And Chris, I hope your wife enjoys Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Margaret. (laughs) I'm sure she will. I'm sure she will. Uh, well, well, Chris, obviously a lot of information coming from Margaret there, and it seems like this is only the beginning of what's going to be a, a long road in this legal battle between these former players and Northwestern coaches and members of the university. Yeah, there has to be clear accountability, though, Michelle. And it's not just for the Northwestern program, but this is for all of the college football programs and collegiate sports as a whole. This type of behavior can't be tolerated, and there has to be some level of institutional control. You can't rely on the players to police themselves. The coaches have to protect the players in this instance, and particularly the younger players, freshmen, sophomores, underclassmen. They have to be protected. One of the things that we don't talk about enough, Michelle, in collegiate sports is the power dynamic. When you're talking about a 17- or 18-year-old student athlete coming to college, They're on a team with 21, 22, 23-year-olds, sometimes even 24-year-olds. So there is a gap when it comes to maturation. There is a gap when it comes to the physicality that these players have as opposed to some of the underclassmen. And so this is a vulnerable population that has to be protected. And this is shining a light on something that we haven't been talking about in collegiate sports. And it's unfortunate that – The victims in this circumstance weren't better protected by Pat Fitzgerald and his staff, but everybody needs to be held accountable, not just the coaching staff, but the people that are in the athletic department and the school as a whole. A statement needs to be made so this type of behavior is snuffed out in college sports. Absolutely, Chris, and you bring up a great point about the power dynamic. I also want to point out just how much it must have taken these former players not only to blow the whistle on this in the beginning, but to come forward yesterday, to to publicly come forward and say, we want to put a face to this. This has happened to us. We want to make sure it doesn't happen again in the future. That took some tremendous bravery because we know how ingrained football is in, in different universities. And to put your face to something like this is really brave. So I just want to commend those players for for publicly coming out and saying, we were a part of this and we're going to make sure it doesn't happen again. My hat's off to them too, Michelle, because football is a machismo sport mm-hmm. and, and you don't want to be, you don't want to view yourself and you don't want others to view you as a victim. And let's be clear about one thing, blowing the whistle on this and coming out publicly does not make you a victim. It, it, it allows you to take control of your situation and you can point out the perpetrators, the people that are predators, uh, predatory behavior that has been going on. What happened at Northwestern is sexual assault. That, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That was a part of their hazing rituals. And there, that is absolutely uncalled for. It's ridiculous. I don't know what part of the game that is, but that shouldn't be a part of big-time college football, and it shouldn't be a part of collegiate athletics as a whole. And so I commend those players for coming out and, and speaking their truths and for taking action that will lead to substantive change because that's what we need to see across the landscape of collegiate athletics. And so I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the players that are taking a stand on this, and let's hope – that the law firms that are involved with these lawsuits, um, uh, you know, al- allow the legal process to take out and where they can make substantive change 
with what's going on because the school has to be held accountable as well as the individual coaches uh, and, and the people in the athletic department. There has to be accountability in all of this, Michelle, mm -hmm. and that includes Northwestern. Absolutely. He's Chris Canty. I'm Michelle Smallman. And coming up next, Josh Harris has officially taken over the Commanders. What does this mean for the Washington franchise? That's next on Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's Chris Canty. I'm Michelle Smallman. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And we're going to talk weird injuries here. Chris Canty, <laughs> you're a professional athlete, a Super Bowl champion. I'm sure you've had many injuries in your day. Any weird ones? No weird injuries. I've had some gruesome injuries. Like I had a detached retina. I, I tore three of my four ligaments and I had a, a huge knee reconstruction. I remember when I had the knee injury, I looked down and my foot and my ankle were facing the opposite direction. Oh. So gruesome injuries, but not any of those clumsy injuries. But we've had quite a few. I, I didn't have a Bill Grammatica moment. You remember <laughs> Grammatica, the kicker from the Arizona Cardinals? Yes. Where he's celebrating, making a field goal. He jumps up in the air, and then he tears his ACL. <laughs> Never had any moments like that, Michelle. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, my celebrations were a little bit mild just because you never wanted to be that guy. Well, how about Jared Kelnick from the Mariners, an outfielder? So he had, um, let's just say, an outburst. It was a tough at bat. And he kicked a water cooler and broke a bone in his left foot. He's on the 10-day injured list. He was placed there yesterday. Kicking a water cooler, breaking your foot, not great. Yeah, that's a bad look. That's <laughs> a bad look. I, I mean, it's just, it's, I just don't understand why you want to have those self-inflicted wounds. Like, we saw this in the NBA playoffs with the Minnesota Timberwolves when they beat the Pelicans, if I'm not mistaken, in a playing game, Jaden McDaniel breaks his hand punching a wall in the locker room. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? You're a professional athlete. Yep. Your body is your business. Why are you doing this? It makes no sense. And, I mean, we can go chapter and verse. I remember when Gus Farratt, the former quarterback for the Washington football team or the commanders or 
whatever they're going to call themselves in the future. <laughs> he ran a touchdown and it was a scramble. And then he runs into the wall and headbutts the wall and knocks himself out. Where they do that at, Michelle? Like, like I just don't understand. Like, professional sports is hard enough without you compounding it by hurting yourself. Doesn't make sense. So, Chris, um, I'm Italian. Sometimes I am prone to rage blackouts. It's very rare, oh, wow. but, you know, if you get me there, if you push me there, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know mm. what I'm going to say could happen. So I kind of understand Kelnick here, you know, rough at bad. He just maybe in that moment, he just he's not thinking. It's not that he's trying to do damage to the water cooler. He's just finding a place to put his frustrations. I, I'm from St. Louis. I covered the Cardinals for a long time. I remember when Alex Reyes, who was a pitcher who was prone to injuries, he went and punched a wall like we were just talking about, broke his pinky. This is just what happens sometimes is you need to find a place to channel that rage blackout, channel that frustration, and it might be a water cooler or a wall. Yeah, but here's the problem. The water cooler is up one nothing on Kelnick. <laughs> And Kelnick is going to be out for a while on the IL. It's just not a good look. You know what else wasn't a good look? And I remember this one. I think it was Detroit Lions linebacker Stephen Tullock who, who got a tackle for a loss or a sack, and he ran up to celebrate. He jumped and did a hit thrust, and he tore his ACL. Oh I, I, I'll never forget that happen. I was like, what in the world is this guy doing? It's like, what? <laughs> like he, he made a great play, and then he's out for the rest of the year because of a hip thrust? Oof. Like, come on, bruh. It's like one of those come that should be on come on, man. Like some of the celebrations <laughs> yeah. that lead to injuries, that should never happen. Like you made a great play. Why are you gonna make that the head the celebration becomes the headline, not the great play you made? It's absolutely ridiculous. And imagine Canty having to explain that to somebody when they're like, Oh, how'd you get that injury? Eh, hit thrust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Well, Greenies presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycle, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE.COM. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. If you have any weird injuries, we certainly want to hear about them. But Bubba, our great producer, has a list of some other weird injuries in sports. Bubba, take it away. Yeah, I mean, baseball seems to have the most of them. So if you remember, it was just last year when Araldis Chapman, who was on the Yankees, he had a, a leg infection after he got a tattoo. Oh. That's a that's you know that's a rough one. That is um, rough. That's rough. Max Scherzer had to be out for a little while when he was bit by his dog. So that that's not ideal. No, um, well, <laughs> supposed to be man's best friend. Yeah, that's right. Not. Another yeah. one near Enemy. near and dear to my heart when uh, Joanna Cespedes fell in a hole after he was being charged. I wrote by the wild boars. Wild yes. boar. oh, the wild yeah. boar. That one. Uh, that one. Uh, still still painful. Sammy Sosa back in 04, Two violent sneezes caused back spasms. Uh, Marty okay. Cordova in two thousand two uh, sp uh, spent too much time in a tanning bed. And what got burned? Yeah, he, okay. got, he got burned up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricky That'll Henderson got frostbite because he left an ice pack on his foot too long. That's easy. That can happen. That can happen. No, I can see how that can happen. Glenn Allen Hill in 1990 fell through a glass table after he woke up from a nightmare because spiders were chasing him. So okay, a little bit know. of arachnophobia. Okay, yeah, yeah, those those are some of the top baseball. Baseball seems to be the you know they yeah. have the best ones. I mean, what was yeah. it? Trevor Bauer would cut himself on with his drone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's just it's it's crazy. Now imagine Candy if one of your teammates isn't available for the game and he says to you, "I'm sorry, I fell in a hole because a wild boar was chasing me." You wouldn't believe him, right? 
I'd be like, okay, no, you went believe, out, you fell on I the wouldn't ground, believe somebody. him, but here's the thing. Because baseball players have guaranteed contracts, <laughs> that kind of nonsense could happen. Let me tell you what ain't going to happen in the NFL. <laughs> a guy gets injured and is out for the year because he was being chased by wild boars on his ranch. Said no one ever in the National Football League. So just yeah. going to put that out there. That's why we have all of the weird stuff going on in baseball. Good point. Well, speaking yeah. of the National Football League, we have some news. Greenies presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy disp- discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. People in the DMV, Chris Canty, are celebrating. It is official. The NFL owners unanimously approved the sale of the Washington Commanders to Josh Harris for a cool $6.05 billion. They also fined former Commanders owner Dan Snyder $60 million after an independent investigation concluded that he sexually harassed a team employee and that the team withheld revenue from the NFL. Fans in D.C. have been wanting this for a long time, and it was official yesterday. Josh Harris, the new owner of the Commanders. Well, yeah. um, we should call him, Chris, the Washington TBDs because we don't know if they're going to be called the Commanders moving forward. Yeah, and Magic <laughs> Johnson, based on his comments that he made this morning, sounds like everything is going to be on the table, including potentially changing the name and the team going through an extensive rebranding, which is necessary. But I just want to say this, Michelle. I'm glad that the National Football League has rid itself of Dan Snyder. But even in all of this, it still feels like this guy's getting off easy. Mm-hmm. Because even though he doesn't have the privilege of being a part of the NFL moving forward, he's st- still getting a $6 billion golden parachute with the sale of the team. And $60 million amounts to a slap on the wrist, right? Yeah. I mean, instead of getting $6.05 billion, he's getting $5.99 billion. It just doesn't seem fair given how he was involved in, in creating a culture that allowed sexual harassment and misogyny to run rampant within that franchise over the last two decades. I, I just, it's disgusting, it's despicable, and, and even though it should be celebrated that he's no longer a part of the NFL, a part of me wants more accountability on the, on the behalf of Dan Snyder in all of this because it just doesn't feel right what he's done to so many people, the mistreatment of so many employees mm-hmm. during his tenure as owner of the Washington Commanders. So the fine against Snyder, it represents 1% of the sale price. And (laughs) I know, Chris, that he is being forced out of this position and he doesn't have the control anymore. He doesn't get to have the the team anymore, the public shame that comes with it, the bruised ego. But for a lot of these owners, Chris Canty, the only scoreboard that matters is the financial one. And the fact that he's walking away with all this money, I am so with you. It does not feel like he's really getting the retribution that he deserves for the culture that he created and and the people that he inflicted harm upon no doubt and the nfl's hands aren't clean in all of this either michelle i mean the mary joe wyatt investigation i mean the attorney that the nfl hired subsequently after beth wilkinson released her findings she said that it was a head scratcher that the nfl didn't request a written report and through her investigation, Beth Wil- she found that Beth Wilkinson would have strongly suggested that the NFL remove Dan Snyder as an owner uh, <clears throat> if, they, if she would have been allowed to release a written or, or give a written report on her findings. So I just, I just think for the NFL to have uh, you know, the preliminary investigation led by Beth Wilkinson and allow the commanders to be involved in that investigation and then not to have a written report about it, it just speaks to their, their, I guess, awareness 
that there were going to be findings that were going to be damning not only for the Washington Commanders but for the league as a whole. And so I, I just it, – it, it's a good day for football fans, especially football fans in the DMV area, mm-hmm. but it's still one of those reminders that the NFL – it's not necessarily on the up and up when it comes to dealing with issues of harassment and and treatment toward women uh, in the league. I think they're making strides. They're trying to move it in a positive direction, but there's still a hell of a lot more work to be done before we can say that this is a workplace that, that is, you know, you know, equally supportive, equally diverse and inclusive of all employees. One thing, Chris, is I would love to see it be less reactive. It feels, at least to me, that the NFL does something about it after it comes out publicly and after they face a lot of heat. Like, I, I, I want them to be in a position where the heat doesn't have to be turned up on them and they don't have to be forced into a corner publicly in order for the, the culture to be different. Yeah, and, and I think that that has to start with the Washington Commanders this year under this new ownership group. I mean, Josh Harris is, is a part of it, and he's been a good owner in other sports leagues. And now Magic Johnson is also a part of that ownership group. So I would expect that things are going to change, and there's an opportunity for the NFL because there's been a vacuum in Washington, D.C. when it comes to support of pro football. Josh Harris was in the zone last night. In the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Coming up next with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman, how long does it take to get back into football shape after a holdout? We'll discuss that next. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.